Hello and welcome to the Fabulous at 50 podcast, celebrating a vibrant global community of women over 50 through entertaining interviews that will inspire, educate, and empower. Your host, Joanne Nuaduck, was born to nurture and promote vibrance. Joanne is both the Community Director for Calgary, Canada, and oversees the global operations for Fabulous at 50. As an oncology nurse, integrative practitioner in multiple modalities, life skills mentor and manager, Joanne moves people from challenging situations to positive outcomes through the use of her innate gifts and learned skills. Here's your host, Joanne Nuaduck. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of Fabulous at 50. And today I am here with a woman that I met several years ago at an event for that. It was a community event, a leadership conference for the belief repairing technique that we both use within our businesses and we both have used to transform our lives. When I met this woman, she was just this ball of energy and just exuded comfortable in her body. She was, you know, she was willing to have these amazing conversations about sex and sensuality and, and owning our bodies. And I was just so drawn into her energy. So I am thrilled to have you here, Virio. Welcome, welcome. Mm, Thank you so much, Joanna. Thank you for that beautiful introduction. And I have to say, when I met you as well, I was just like, I want to know this woman better because I just loved your vibrant energy, your zest for life and for learning and just such a beautiful heart open. So I was super excited to connect as well. So thank you so much. Oh, well, I I so appreciate that. I think it was a mutual like, wow, you're really cool. And, and you are, there's so much I want to cover in this next half hour. So I'm going to put it out there right away that um, for this next chat, we're going to be talking about you and, and the woman behind your business and your success and what you run and, and touching base on that. But I would love to invite you for a future interview that where you and I can talk more about what do you actually offer women? Cause it's pretty cool. We'll go into more depth and that'll probably be, you know, housed in the membership site on the fabulous for the fabulous of 50 members. But let's start off with our, the, the question that I pretty much start all of these interviews. Cause I just, it opens up conversations so amazingly. How did you celebrate turning 50? What, what was going on in your life or what shifted around that time in your life? That's very interesting because 50 was a massive change for me. Uh, my birthday is two days after the new year, January 3rd. So I always used to joke that people were either broke, hungover, out of town or just done socializing. And so very typically, <laughs> usually people forgot my birthday. So I actually oh, decided... No. I decided on on my 50th on uh, when I turned 50 to actually do what I wanted. So I called a girlfriend and we actually took a road trip together. Nice. And I wanted to do something that was drawing me inward and drawing me more into connection with myself. My marriage at the time that I've since left shortly after that um, of 17 years was was very in a broad stroke, very dissatisfying, very um, dysfunctional. There was lots not good with it. So I decided to go on this road trip to Calgary, actually, with oh, um, a 
Island. Yeah. And we went and we saw, um, and I saw an intuitive. She doesn't like to call herself a psychic because that word has been so misused. This beautiful intuitive. And my friend scribed for me during my session. And it was just a real opportunity to like, look at my life. Who am I? Where am I going? What am I doing here? What the hell's going on? And we uh, met up with another. I met two new women that day. We went out for a beautiful dinner. And it was just all of the women were blessing me um, with gifts or compliments. And, and like I said, a couple of them were new. I also went to a gem store. I don't remember the name of it in Calgary. And when I told the owner that it was my birthday, he gifted me this beautiful, um, it's like a special kind of Chinese tiger's eye. And it was like this reddish, vibrant color, like root chakra. And so much of my life and my root chakra was transforming. So it was a real choice to direct my own birthday instead of waiting for somebody else to do something for me, which is kind of crazy that I waited till then. But anyway, it's a pretty big shift. No, I, I recognize that, that I, I was always the person for myself that was out there celebrating other people. And then it was like, (laughs) okay, is anyone going to celebrate me? And it's, it's a hard situation to be in because you don't want to get into the pity party. But yet it feels good when somebody wants to sell, even if they just say, hey, happy birthday, right? Or if the person you're looking for isn't the ones, even if everyone else is celebrating you, if that one person, you know, in this case might have been a husband that was about to not be anymore, was not recognizing you. It, it, it's a really interesting dynamic. So I honor you that when we shift and we just take ownership for our own happiness and draw people in, it will naturally grow from there. And so what, what you're saying, I know where you are now, which is super exciting, but for you to be talking about back then, you were questioning all of this, where I'm going and what am I doing? So obviously after you turn 50 and, and from, and where you are now, some major things have transformed. Like, do you want, can you share a bit about that? What are you most proud of accomplishing or stepping into in your fifties? that maybe you would have even dreamed about way back when? Yeah, I stepped into a lot. I really stepped into trusting my own self, my own intuition and my own connection with source, God, universe, whatever you want to call that infinite Mm -hmm. wisdom. Um, And I made some drastic changes that shocked a lot of people in my life. Um, I did leave leaving my marriage and I moved up north. So I've been living in a little cabin on the lake um, in Northern Alberta um, and I'm the running water. So that was one really big. Say that again, because that's hard. You know, you have no running water, right? Yeah, I'm the running water. And um, I really like returned more to nature. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of mindfulness and really diving deeply, deeply into my own practices And then just a lot of prayer, like, okay, okay, God, universe, what, what's next? What do you want from me? Use me. What, you know, and I ended up in Thailand, um, studying Mm. sacred sexuality. And, you know, I, at the time when I, when I did end up there, it wasn't an instant process. It was, uh, I was 55 when I went to Thailand. And when I went there, I'd already been studying sexuality for like 15, 20 years, trying to save my marriage. And instead it became my own awakening. But what was interesting was when I landed in Thailand, 
I actually felt like I was in kindergarten in terms of sex. Oh, really? Like as far as Stop. learning, like studying? Wow. Yeah. So hold on. <laughs> I'm just going to back up the bus. Most of us, we had our junior high education on the mechanics of sex. I'm just going to put it bluntly, you know, like every animal kind of does that. But very, very few of us even study anything about sensuality and sexuality. And there is a big difference between the two, right? And I know that we sh- people often don't know, but you're telling me that you studied for about 15 years and then you went to this new place of study and you felt like your level was at kindergarten. I don't know what that says about us. Like, are we preschool? <laughs> like, tell me more about this. Well, so let me backtrack as well, because so in my, if that's all right with you, I think it yeah. would be worth me giving a little bit of background. So I, and I'm going to be super vulnerable right now. Um, I used to lay under the covers after having sex, trying to have lovemaking, but it was more like sex with my uh, first husband. So I tell this all in confidence. Um, and I used to lay there so frustrated and I used to, I'm going to say masturbate. It wasn't even self-pleasuring because I was just literally taking the edge off. If he was asleep, if he was awake, I would go to the bathroom and I didn't know about the wisdom of maybe using some lube or coconut oil. So it was actually a very, even the masturbation was like not terribly satisfying, but it took the edge off of the physical, I would say almost like pain and frustration that I was experiencing. And so I'd been taking all these courses and and studying and learning uh, David Data's work and Taoist Tantra and any course I could get on sexuality in Alberta and Canada, I was taking it. Um, and even with all those courses, I just, it just wasn't working in my, my mm-hmm. marriage. And there were many reasons that it wasn't. Yeah. But a lot of it was because I just, I didn't even know what I didn't know. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So when I went to Thailand, um, I was one of the older women in my 50s. Most of them were younger in their 20s, 30s and 40s. Um, and yeah, I was shocked to learn a lot of ancient, I'm going to call them secrets because they were secret to me, ancient secrets, secrets that aren't so secret in the Eastern world. So for thousands of years, you know, they've been teaching like Yoni Jade egg and female anatomy. Like I learned stuff about my female anatomy that nobody had ever taught me. And so Mm -hmm. I was actually kind of, I was, I was angry. I was actually empowered by, by anger Mm. to go and tell other women because I'm like, you know, WTF, how come we don't know this stuff? Why did, where are we not taught? Um, So that was kind of my bit of my journey there. Yeah. Interesting. Now I'm going to pick up in that point is I know that part of this journey, you know, we, we only have so much time today, but part of this journey was you overcoming shame. And you share that in more detail in a book. Can you tell us about, do you have a book handy to hold up? I should have got it. I had my prop here. I don't right now. I apologize. Okay, that's okay. Because um, I know you're in somebody else's house. You're a guest right now and you're hiding off in one of their guest rooms with a makeshift studio here. Yeah. So the book is called From Shadows to Light, A okay. Whole Human Approach to Mental Health. My chapter is called Transforming That Shame. And that chapter, the title came because I kept being called the shame buster by people. And I'm like, what? And so what happened was when I was asked to be part of the book, 
I was like, what am I going to write about? And then uh, the, my friend who was the compiler of the book, Olivia, she, we were taught, I was thinking about sex. I was thinking about suicide. I was thinking about my own mental, emotional breakdown that I had four years ago. And then uh, suddenly this light bulb went on. And with my friend's help, I realized that there was a common thread through all of them. Mm. And it was shame, shame and mental health, shame around losing my own brother to suicide, shame around sexuality, shame around my marriage failing. All of those things were connected with shame. And so that just naturally became what wove my story together. And of course, you know, our belief repatterning that we have was the tool that kind of aligned everything so that I was able to um, transform that shame, dissolve that shame so that, because honestly, I'm an introvert. I would rather be alone in my little cabin in the woods or one-on-one with people. Um, Something bigger though in Thailand rose up in me that I wanted other women to know about this. And that when I transformed that shame, it's like, I knew the more I talked with other women that I wasn't alone. And then I find that most women, I'm going to say like 99% are experiencing Mm -hmm. shame in many areas of their lives. Right. Especially for us as women, it's such a, we've had millennia of shame around our bodies. We've had millennia about shame around our emotions. Right. So there's so much shame as that we navigate as women. So it's true. And shame is such a low vibrational state of being that we, we have it. And it, and, and I think it's so important to be that we can be confident and out there and, and shall we say rocking it in some areas of our life, but we can be held back because certain areas of our life, there is shame around it. There isn't, and, and shame shows up in different ways. It shows up in embarrassment, right? It shows up in, in holding back and, you know, there's so many ways that it can show up. If someone doesn't resonate necessarily, oh, I don't have shame around that, but it's like, well, are you embarrassed to even have a conversation around it? If you have any of that, there is some shame there and it's so subliminal at times, you know, and, and we get such contradictory messages. So, um, I'm fascinated by this, you know, and it makes me go, okay, what don't I know? I know that what I want to do is you offer some incredible courses and, uh, and programs to help women through this. So right now, before we continue the conversation, can you tell me first, if someone wants it right now, if they're going, I want to know more about Virio, um, how do they reach you? Share your website. If like, do you have an email or the best way for them to reach you and how can they get the book if they're after that book as well to learn more and identify? Yes. Yeah, so probably the best way, uh, there's a couple ways. Um, they could go to my website, dancingpleasuregoddess.ca, dancingpleasuregoddess.ca. Um, my training is in Kundalini dance. That was part of my awakening um, before 50 and moving into 50. And it's um, called and K- Kundalini Dance. Kundalini Dance. And it, it's so you an use movement and dance to move the energy and come. Okay. Yeah. To awaken. And it's really about the sacred feminine in union with the sacred masculine within ourselves, right? Our yeah. own sovereignty, finding our wholeness within ourselves. Um, and then your other question. So the book right now, probably the best way I'm, I'm intending to have, you know, because of COVID, of course, I couldn't have the launch party that we wanted. I do have books in Edmonton uh, for those people who live in Edmonton. 
um, although I only have them for a short bit. So probably, as you know, I'm taking off uh, on a journey here soon. Yes, I want to hear um, about that. But they can that. go to Amazon, amazon.ca. They can order a book on amazon.ca um, or they can wait <laughs> until I'm back from Portugal yeah. and I have a book signing. I am planning to have a book signing um, awesome. in Edmonton. Maybe but since anyone... Anyone could be listening to this all around the world. We're a global community of women. So um, Amazon.ca, is it on .com as well? Yes, Amazon.com. So go to the Amazon in your country (laughs) or .com.ca, depending on where you live, and look up um, Shadow to Light. And it's a compilation. Yeah, From Shadows to Light. A whole human approach to mental health. And then the other way, um, I have an international women's group. It's women only. um, And it's called Sacred Pleasure Path Sisterhood. Sacred Pleasure Path Sisterhood. And part of that. That's open to Part of your group, you do some awesome offerings, some free and light that I learn something every time. And if we're in that group, that's also where you would share if you have an upcoming event coming on right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I know that this past summer, oh, sorry, go ahead. It's a really safe and sacred space Mm. because, you know, in a public setting on Facebook, we can't talk about intimacy, sensuality, sexuality, femininity as women. Um, So it's a safe and sacred space. Um, They do need to answer three questions in order to come into the group. Otherwise, I won't let them answer. Part of that is to create a safe and sacred space for all the women in the group. Part of it is so I know what women want. Yeah. 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 And it's, so it's a private group, like whatever posts go in there are only seen by the other women in that group. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fantastic. We need those. I know with Fabulous at 50, we've had some different ask the expert panels. We've had some different conversations. I had some grand ideas for um, a retreat and definitely part of that would be having these types of conversations. And I know the women want to talk about it, especially as we get into our midlife, shall we call it? Um, we go through menopause and our hormones shift and, you know, we have things that come up that, you know, aren't pleasant or people are uncomfortable to talk about, you know, whether it's stress incontinence, that's not very sexy. You know, it doesn't feel very sexy. You know, we can have dryness and, and, you know, libidos can go down, but having conversations and there's so much to know about. Some of it is just keeping yourself healthy. Some of it is about what you're eating. I think the biggest message that both of us have is that we can have satisfying sensual and sexual relationships and intimacy throughout our whole life. We should be able to, you know, into well into our nineties. And uh, so I think there's a really good collaboration here. And I know that you and I were talking um, about how, your your organization and the Fabulous 50 organization absolutely dovetail well together to have these conversations. I know that one of the things that I aspire to be able to participate in is tell me a little bit about the wonderful, like truly retreat, retreat, like it's rustic retreat up near where you live. Can you share just a little bit about that so women can understand what kind of experience they can have actually with working with you? Yeah, it's a very intimate in many ways. We're in nature. We're secluded in the middle of nowhere. It's called Sacred Yoni Temple. And Yoni is a Sanskrit word for our female genitals. It means sacred passage, cave of wonder. Um, and at this time, I've been having it literally with six women 
um, and my assistant. So it's lots of attention, lots of one-on-one, lots of sisterhood. The women all become friends for life. It's, mm-hmm. it's so beautiful. And it's an opportunity to transform shame around body image, transform shame around your femininity and transform a lot of the competition and not good enoughness and all the old stories that we have around relationship with other women and to start to feel supported and connected with other women and to not feel so alone. And the women start to realize what they're experiencing is similar to what other women are experiencing. So it's a really, it's very sacred. It's very intimate. We have a Finnish, I call it sauna. Canadians call it sauna. I'm from Finland is my heritage. So we have a Finnish spa where it's some very sacred practices, uh, Virio's version, um, where we get to really, deepen in sisterhood, deepen in our connection with our body and whoops, and some intimate learning, some practices to love our own bodies the way they are right now, not love them when we lose weight, not love them when this happens or that happens, but love them now. And it was super powerful. Uh, One woman in particular um, did not see herself as beautiful, like any part of herself. And she's, she's a beautiful woman. I see the beauty Mm. in all women. And within a short period of one of the practices that we did, she came to see herself through everybody else's eyes and through the eyes of the divine. And she wept. And when she left, she actually saw herself as beautiful oh, like really I'm just, from the inside out. I'm getting tingles from head to toe. That's so beautiful. Having a safe, sacred space to be able to experience that. And I know that's kind of your elite, um, uh, course there or, or retreat and working just, you know, pretty much one-on-one, I mean, six attendees, that's, that's incredible. And you have many other wonderful things. Now, before we end off and I ask you for your three pearls of wisdom, can you just tell me a tiny bit more about you're about to go on an incredible adventure? Can you just give us a snippet and then we'll definitely talk to you once you're back and we know, um, and you've had the experience. Yeah, so a few days ago, I was asked by my teachers who I studied with in Thailand three and a half years ago, the ones where I felt like kindergarten when I arrived. And they contacted me recently and asked me to teach alongside them in Portugal. What an honor. And they're going to pay me as well. Uh, They're going to take care of me there, food and accommodation. So I got to do a lot of repatterning to really step into, yeah, I'm worth that. I'm deserving. I'm good enough. And I feel super honored. So my learning will be just like <sighs> amplified. And of course yeah. it's in Portugal. <laughs> in That's setting. exciting. That is so exciting. I'm happy for you, Virio. Well, at this point in time, I want to maybe put you on the spot just a little bit. I know that you have so much wisdom, but if you could share three pearls of that wisdom with our listening audience today, um, what, what would you like to say? Yeah, I think because I'm speaking to women who are over 50, yeah. uh, first of all, if you're having menopause symptoms, it does not need to be that way. When I yeah. learned those ancient practices that are Taoist tantric in Thailand, I started to dissolve all of those symptoms. So one of the ways to do that would be to, to start to touch your body, like get to know your own body. Um, breast massage is a great one. And I'll actually be teaching that. Um, there should be, well, even while I'm in Portugal, there should be actually 
that I'm, I'm offering a three secrets to feeling feminine. And hopefully that if technology goes well, that will be waiting there. And I actually teach us in, in the group, stuff. just to clarify, yeah. it'll be, so when you're in the Facebook group, there's some Facebook lives and some videos where you can get this information. Okay. Yeah, that will be there shortly. And so when we massage our breasts, you are connecting the mind, the clitoris, the yoni, the heart, you're, you're opening your heart chakra and you're getting the juices flowing. So in terms of, you know, the dryness that we can, a lot of women experience, I'm not going to say that that's going to solve all of it, but for a lot of women, it's because the energy is not moving. The chi is not moving. So you're not broken. (laughs) That would be the first thing. Menopause is a lot of it is symptomatic. It's not, it is the way it has to be. Exactly. The second one is massage your breasts. (laughs) Come and learn how to massage your breasts. Two questions. Um, Number three. I think third, the third one, which is just an easy one. I like to start with easy um, is to start to like move your body, like really shake up the chi in, in Taoism. They talk about how um, when the energy is stagnant and there's a book I refer to also by Chris Crowley uh, called younger next year. He interviewed great book, thousands of people over 80. And one of the things he found is that we're not meant to be sedentary. We nope. are, we're meant to move our body. Move. So like even right now I'm standing, right? Yep. So I love standing. There. I was thinking so of setting my desk mind. up so I can stand for these interviews. I actually prefer to stand. Yeah. So move your body, move your body outside, move your body every day. Um, I start my morning with a shaking practice yeah, and I shake the, the energy in my body yep. every day. So and for those do- that are listening on just the, um, audio part of the podcast, it's like, we're literally shaking, <laughs> shaking, <laughs> but it body, is, it gets your body vibrating and moving. It doesn't have to be a heavy duty workout, even putting on your favorite song or something yeah. and moving your body for, you know, how long, how long do you do your shaking practice for? You know what? Some days it's, three minutes. Some days it's 15 minutes. I've made a commitment that every day I'm going to at least do like one song or two minutes of shaking. If I don't have access to music, which is pretty rare, um, I might just stand and just put my timer on and shake my body for a few minutes. Um, And it always makes me feel better. I always feel more alive, more vibrant, more energized. So that would be one. I would love to hear how people notice a change that one practice I've had women in my program that have said that one practice helped them to shift emotions, help them to come more into their body, help them to be happier, help them to be more alive. It's a powerful, powerful practice because we're moving the life force energy and it's no longer stagnant. So you're opening the doorway to way more health and way more inner happiness doing that. I love that. Thank you so much. It reminds me of that shaking bit is a bit similar to when people go like on a rebounder, but you don't have to have a rebounder. You don't have to have equipment. You know, you can just do it in your kitchen and shake. And honestly, if you're, someone's just starting out, even if they did 30 seconds, that's a start. And then add 15 seconds every day. You know, like if three minutes seems like too much, that's just one song. But if that does feel like too much for someone, I love that idea. I think I'm going to add that in with the Fabulous of 50 membership. You know, we, we have one of the days uh, is community. One of the weeks is about sensational self-care. 
And I know that in the future, you and I should collaborate on one of those. And talking about moving that energy, we're going to be using like vocal toning and bowls and we can add in the shake and say, okay, we're going to, sh- we're going to shake for Vireo. <laughs> and then also in the movement, we have marvelous movement and we have the books and babbles. So we're touching base on every aspect and the aspect of our physical bodies, our emotional bodies, our spiritual bodies, intellect, like absolutely every single part of our being is impacted by the connection we have with our sensual and sexual and intimate self. So thank you so much today, Virio. It was wonderful to have you on the show and I wish you all the best, safe travels and how exciting. I know by the time this airs, you will be over in Portugal studying. So I so look forward to what you bring back to teach us. Thank you so much, Joanne. And I look forward to our collaborations in the future and serving the women. That's fantastic. Now, whether you're watching us on YouTube or on some other podcast platform in the show notes, you should be able to find the ways to get in touch with Virio and join her group. You'll find me in there once in a while commenting on things. It's wonderful. And of course, I so invite you to become a member with Fabulous at 50. So we're signing off for today. Safe travels, Virio. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining us today. You've been listening to the Fabulous at 50 podcast with your host, Joanne Neuaduck. Join us again for more inspirational interviews on topics that matter to you. If you like what you've heard on today's episode, check out the liner notes or to learn more about this vibrant community that celebrates women over 50, please visit fabulousat50.com. That's www.fabulousat50.com.